is Lady Tiffany Ma, and this is These Walls Within. I hope you guys are having a lovely day. When I tell you yesterday was a doozy for me, yesterday was a doozy. I will say this. Don't ever have, don't ever let people get you in your feelings about something you naturally don't give a damn about. Um, oops. Just don't. It's just like yesterday was a doozy and I did something that I later on was like, why am I doing this? We know things are to come to fruition for you. So why are you tripping or something like that? But it was just like, I just had a moment of weakness as a person. I just had a moment and that's fine. I'm only human and I, I do human things. Um, girl, my head hurts. I don't even know why it hurts. But it hurts. Maybe my third eye is growing. I don't know. I don't know. But um, people have been following me and they have been getting my attention and trying to talk to me and, and stuff like that. And my thing is, is this. It's like I'm kind of numb with the fake stuff now. Like if you're not cool with me, we're not cool or you using me because you're trying to get more people to go to you because you feel like I have a following, which I don't. I only have 195. I will say 200. I'm around up to 200 because it's going on 200. I only have 200 followers on Instagram. Um, I don't know how many of y'all listen to my podcast. I'm not even going to dwell on it, but you know. I'm not going to pretend like I don't see the number. I'm just saying, you know, the numbers are not matching up. I should be able to make money off of this. Long story short. Because the tea that I be telling you is popping. It's everything. I be giving y'all a lot for a little. Okay. But anyway, um, I hope you guys are having a lovely hump day. I will say this, I am in good spirits now. I finally found out what I'm going to do for Super Bowl weekend. I had saw this ad and um, to do something for Super Bowl weekend. And I was like, okay, I want to see it. Where can I get it or something like that? And... Um, I didn't see it again until now, and I kind of feel like I manifested it, and I was kind of like, you know, hey, you know, yeah, I want to see this, I want to do this. Um, and it popped back up and I finally found it and I finally got my ticket and I got my reservation to go. So I will be doing something on Super Bowl weekend and I will be telling you how it goes. Um, I just like, I don't know. It's like, you know, everybody outside. So it's time to be outside. That's all I have to feel. Um... So today's podcast, I'm going to continue talking about the Catholic Church, and I'm going to talk about the Catholic Church scandal again today, and I finally talked about on my live, I talked about the, the priest that said that he 
uh, experience going to hell and they were singing Rihanna's um, Umbrella, which I find to be ironic because Rihanna is going to be doing the halftime show for the uh, for the game. And I know it's going to be hard because the event I'm going to is like a tailgate event, like a tailgate party event. And like, um, I know men are not going to shut the hell up during her halftime performance one of the hardest things to do is to watch the halftime performance because guys they watch the game they don't watch the halftime performance and i'm there for the halftime performance i haven't always will be a person who is for the halftime performance i want to see who's doing the national anthem and i want to see who is doing the halftime performance okay and it's going to be rihanna now i have my reservations about rihanna doing her halftime performance I really do. Um, I don't think it's gonna be good. I don't think it's gonna be good, like Beyonce good. I just don't. Don't be mad. Don't be mean. I love Rihanna, but I don't think Rihanna is 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 known for performing like that or being a performer like that. But I don't know. She might shock us and do some things that might make us happy. I don't know. I just know they're doing a whole lot of stuff, and I feel some kind of way about miss, missing um, her uh, Fenty Beauty tailgate that she did last weekend. But I'm going to go to this tailgate and see what happens. Um, so, yeah. Um, I want to talk about a few things that has happened this morning i'm over here i'm looking at everything but the right thing but uh i want to talk about some things that's been happening this morning oh first and foremost let's talk about the mere fact that y'all over here coming for glorilla okay Tablets well. Okay, so somebody came out and said that Glorilla is officially um officially initiated into the Illuminati and they told her to repent. This goes right on theme with what we're doing. And of course, Glorilla's answer is going to be the hoodest one you know. And she says, baby, y'all need to be worried about that pussy y'all selling and not me. Damn, I can't show my rings off. Y'all got to chill out with that delusional shit. That's exactly how she said it because she got a deep voice like that. Okay, y'all know here on These Walls Are Thin, we talk about conspiracy theories. We talk about uh, weird stuff happening around famous people. I am highly confused as to the glow up of Glorilla. I really am. Um, I know she has that one one song, uh, you know, FNL. I think she got some more hits popping. I don't know. I don't listen to music in this decade. The only music I kind of listen to is songs that came out 15 years ago, 20 years ago, something like that. 
Um, I don't really listen to a lot of the music that's going on. I know about FNF uh because y'all put it in all y'all videos because y'all think y'all so fly talking about some fuck nigga uh fuck nigga free i'm f-r-e-e fuck nigga free i'm trying to figure out why you even talking to a fuck nigga because you had several red flags and went off why you were talking to him anyway but you know i digress but they feel like she was initiated into the Illuminati. Um, I'm going to show you the video. I found it on the neighborhood talk. I want to show you the video tomorrow because, you know, what am I going to do? I'm going to show it to you on Friday. Thursday, I got homework to do with these classes, honey. Um, so everybody's saying that she's on some, um, she's on some Illuminati mess. Somebody said it when Beyonce said, y'all haters corny with that Illuminati mess. I'm going to tell y'all this. If there's a secret society, it's secret. Don't, it's, well, I don't know why y'all think that people will openly admit that they are part of a secret society. That the triangle signal and these one-eyed pictures and, and stuff like that. Y'all think that somebody's doing it. Sometimes it's just how people position their pictures and that's how people do things i'm saying this because i have learned to objectively look at things when you get older you understand y'all know your mama say that to y'all all the time but i'm saying it to y'all all the time um i don't think this this girl i don't think this girl is part of nobody's secret society she might be a puppet, but she is not part of the puppet masters. Yes, Lord. Um, another story I want to talk about is this German woman. She killed an Instagram lookalike to fake her own death. Now, you know what? This brings me all the way back to when I used to be cool with that Negro in B2K. Let me bring this up real quick because I was thinking about this. So I want to tell this whole story. A shout out to family members who like to prank me and people who thought it didn't mean anything or nothing like that. But my cousin thought it was cute to prank me during Christmas um, one year. So I got a, a collect call from the penitentiary telling me to, to bail my cousin out, honey. And I'm emotional and I'm a sensitive person. I'm going to tell my side of the story because big mouse people don't let you tell your side of the story because they think they're so fucking important. But anyway, um, that was a mini go off. Um, I got a call from the penitentiary and in the penitentiary and I got upset. I remember I got upset. I got mad. I got sad. I was crying. And I told someone, we ain't gonna say his name, but y'all know him as Mr. Thornton. He told me to fake my death. So I was like, who does that? And I was like, you know what that pretty that is? Uh, first of all, it's called, you know, first and foremost, um, you know. The way I would do it, because at first I was like, that's a very expensive thing to do. I mean, to buy a casket. Don't it cost like $10,000 to get a casket? I mean, people be doing GoFundMe's for real funerals. So why would I do a, a, a fake funeral 
Like I got money. I guess he thought I had money like that. Apparently he did. He definitely thought I had money like that. Old raggedy ass. But anyway, um, he told me to fake my funeral. I was like, nigga, you gonna pay for it? <laughs> but this crazy German bitch killed a girl that looked like her to fake her own death. Now this is why I'm saying you took it too far. Um, you gonna go off the grid, just disappear. You ain't gotta fake your own death. And you gonna fake your own death, they get you a pine box and a dummy that look like you. You ain't gotta go and kill someone that look like you, okay? There's tons of people who look like me. Black China. Lauren London. <laughs> Nicki Minaj herself. Hi, how you doing? Hey, twins! But I'm not gonna use a whole human being to fake my own death. That's bananas. B A N A N A S. Who fakes their death by killing an actual person? Like this woman didn't have no family, nobody loved her. She looked like me. So if I get rid of her, people will think, what the hell is going on in the sinfulness of your home for you to think in the back of your weird ass head? To go kill another innocent life just to, to just to fake your death. One, people done found out you done fake your death. Now you stupid idiot. And two, what the hell? Once again, what the hell? What is your problem? fake my death, I'm going to have a closed pine box with nothing in it, or urn with cigarette dust in it. But I would never, who in they write my dust stuff like this? Like, in the back of your head, I'm going to fake my own death, so let me go kill somebody else as if they don't have a family that love them? Let me put somebody else's family in agony that looks like me because I ain't faking my death. If you're going to fake your death, this goes to show you some of y'all dumbasses. Y'all just stupid as shit. You so stupid and so damn dumb. Your mama dumb, your daddy dumb, you were half retarded idiot. Who does that? If you're going to fake your death, okay? You know, we talk about people faking their death because, you know, they Elvis faked his death. They said Michael Jackson faked his death. Everybody think that Tupac faked his death. And we all talk where their article where the guy said they keep saying that Tupac is actually alive to keep selling Tupac records. True story. Okay. Paul McCartney done faked his death. They said they ain't the real Paul McCartney. They don't even don't know who that nigga is. <laughs> Some old white men in them found. <laughs> they said Michael Jackson, he 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 said he had been a LIGO, but they said Michael Jackson really died back in 1980s when he was in the Pepsi commercial and he burned. He had y'all know he had bad burns. So they said he act like he had been a LIGO, and the truth of the matter is they really got a white man to play him. That's what they said. Now these are some good death. That you know, you wanna if you wanna do um a Monte Crisco, don't get somebody else's life involved, okay? Was it Mike Machiavelli? I forgot what it's, it's the Machiavelli story. 
Niccolo Machiavelli. What's the story? Because it's based off of because Tupac did an album called Machiavelli. Come with me. Da da da. Ah, da 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 da. First thing it said, the Don Kilimanati. <laughs> Today's podcast might be heavy on the Illuminati. <laughs> Was it Nicola? Let me get together. Let me get together. Book. I know Count Monte Crisco. I don't know why I'm thinking about Monte Crisco. I'm thinking about Monte Crisco. Uh, I'm thinking about Monte Crisco because I was thinking about the Simpsons. Uh, do that don't involve nobody else into your mess just don't just don't it's stupid and it's pointless and you're going to jail (laughs) and when you get to hell the thing is gonna be singing umbrella (laughs) by rihanna hope she do that i hope she do umbrella but i don't know though i mean i'm gonna be straight up honest with you when it comes to that priest and he said what he said i watched the whole video yesterday and when it comes to the priest and what he said about what he said i get what he was saying it made total sense to me in the spiritual realm it makes total sense you understand what i'm saying watch the video of the guy talking about it it made sense it was a spiritual thing he was like why am i in hell i do all these good things for all these people and he said jesus told him you over here wishing bad on folks. You throwing Jesus at folks. You throwing me at folks. You know, you tell them folks, you want you wishing people hell. You ain't supposed to be doing that. You know, you supposed to be representing me. You a priest, and you over here, and you over here mad. And when you mad at people, you over here think you can get Jesus to strike them down. And that's not how I roll. I'm Jesus. That's what Jesus said to him. You gotta watch the video. It's actually a very interesting video. Because a lot of you Christians do believe that. Y'all think that Jesus is going to forgive the fact that you hate certain people. You think that these people that you hate, they're going to automatically go to hell because you don't like them. But God don't make decisions based on you. True story. But before we get too heavy on God and talking about Catholic priests being gross and stuff, I want to also talk about this. This popped up as soon as I opened my open my internet and went through my internet this popped up for me i wanted to know what was going on we were talking about it in my society class and basically this is what's going on it says fbi searches biden's beach house amid classified documents investigation it says the fbi searched president joe biden's beach house in Rehoboth beach delaware don't ask me about why i said it wrong i don't know what part of delaware it is 
On Wednesday morning, amid the ongoing classified documents investigations, two sources familiar with the situation told NBC News. That's a lot to say. A third source familiar with the matter said no warrants was involved and the search was consensual and it's unclear whether FBI agents were looking for something they know about or if it was a broad search for more classified documents. I'm gonna stop right there because I'm gonna I'm gonna review this. Um, I'm gonna talk about this on my podcast. I'm on, on my live um, on Friday. <sighs> Lord Jesus. Okay. And yes, I know it's Black History Month. I will be doing Black History Month shorts. Okay. Don't worry, because I'm gonna talk about the mysterious passing of Betty Shabazz. A mysterious passing of Dr. King's brother, A.D. We're going to be talking about these things. We're going to be talking about other black people inventing things. Like, I found out there was a man that invented some cocktails, and I want to worship him because y'all know I went to bartender school because I wanted to be a mixologist. Still want to do mixology. There's still something I want to study. Right now, I'm studying psychology, but while I'm studying psychology, you know, I have a whole three-month vacation that's coming. It doesn't hurt to study mixology. Never get too old to learn. But long story short, um, we were talking about this in my society class, and one guy said in my society class, which this is one of you's ears, not uh, using educated guesses and stuff like that. He said, this is not jabbing him, and I ain't saying stupid. I'm just saying, you know, as a black person, you should have more, you have should have more discernment when it comes to government officials having classified documents in their possession. Um, so, um, he was telling that, okay, well, you know, we were in a pandemic and we all were on lockdown, so maybe they brought the documents home. Sir, the president's home is the White House. Okay? When you serve your little four or eight years in the white of the house, sir. Sir, ma'am, ma'am, sir, whoever you are, let me know. You are supposed to keep that classified information inside the house. You stay in the White House, okay? That's why they stay in the White House because a lot of the things that the presidents are briefed on and have information on are classified information, okay? So, for thing one and thing two, aka the two old-ass white men in office, to have classified documents in their possessions at their personal estates does not make any sense. They have a house. You staying in a house that we all pay taxes for. That my people built. Okay? And the purpose of you staying in that house is for you to look at those documents while you in your nice crispy bed. That's probably a worm. And you probably got a fireplace in your bedroom. Because we paying for it through taxes. Okay? I want a fireplace in my bedroom. Sorry. I kind of, kind of got caught up in what I want, my needs, what I want right now. Okay. Anyway, there's no reason why these classified documents should be 
at Mr. Trump or President Biden's house. Okay? So, oh, well, maybe they took it home with them. No, you idiot. They stay in a White House. Their home was the White House for four to eight years. And the reason your home is a White House is because you have, might have classified documents and briefings that you need to look at while you're in your nice, clean bed with the fireplace in it. So there's no reason for these, these, these classified documents. Excuse me. My throat is doing something funny. Um, but there's no reason for these classified documents to be found in their personal spaces and their personal real estate that they personally purchased. You understand me? That's weird. But I wish I was one of them agents that saw that got to fix these documents to see the documents they had. Is one of them that the Illuminati real? Man, boy, boy, boy. I mean, you know, that's my Aries and 10th house right there. You know, my Aries and 10th house love me a nice little mystery, honey. Love it. Okay. Because I want to know why you, sir, ma'am, whoever you are, whomever you are. I want to know why you got classified documents in your house. Your house was the White House, okay? I should have clarified that to him, but I didn't want to be rude and I didn't want to offend him and I didn't want to hurt his little feelings because I felt like I hurt one of my classmates' feelings in the beginning because I didn't mean to hurt his feelings, but that's my dark, that's my Virgo, that you say something and you're kind of like, oh, oops, my bad. I didn't mean to say that way to hurt your feelings. I don't want to hurt nobody's feelings, but... They are stayed in their house for four to eight years. So why is there classified documents in both of these many states? Um, I really feel like that in some extent, this is what I think why they have their classified documents. I think they have those classified documents in their personal state because they try to find some shit on each other. I mean, if I don't like you and I know you trying to sit up here and run for president, I'm going to sit up here and go through all the classified documents. I want to see what's in your cloud. I want to see what's going on. Because I'm blackmailing the living piss out of you. Just to, just to make sure you don't get in office. That's what I think. Um, But it's come back to haunt them. Because they, they found it in not only President Biden's house. They found it also in Donald Trump's house. So, it, it's, this is crazy. This is bananas. But, I mean, you know, you got classified documents. I personally want to know the reason why B2K broke up. I still I still don't know why they broke up. Nobody give me a clear answer. I, I, I mean, you know, nobody give me a clear answer. Y'all gave one answer when y'all were 18. Y'all giving different answers at 38. I don't get it. So, I'm pretty sure in the White House, which I'm pretty sure the man that I'm going to marry is going to be elected president. He has no choice. I'm pushing him to do it. Um, yes, that's the Jezebel energy. And he's going to be president of the United States, my future boo-boo. And I'm going to look up documents, classified documents about why my favorite boy band decided to break a heart during Christmas. So with that being said, um, today we're going to be talking about the Catholic Church, um, the Catholic Church scandal in the United States. And I'm going to get my little details on how I feel about the Catholic Church. But before we get into that, here's a word from my sponsor. 
Why'd you leave me? Why'd you leave me on this Christmas? Why'd you have to go? Can they demonetize me for that? I don't know. Uh, I'm gonna see if I still got my little uh, sponsor, little sponsor with me talking. Yeah. But with that being said, uh, we'll be back after these messages. I just realized I admitted a lie that I told you guys. I told a lie and said that I wasn't into that boy band, um, and then I came back and said I was. Um, I deeply apologize for all the lies I have been telling you. Yes, I was into that boy band. And the reason why I said that, because it's like, you know, whatever. The guy said he went to hell and they played Rihanna Umbrella the whole time. And I felt some kind of way, you know, somebody and, you know, people say, you know, you want to put somebody in hell, you listen to music that mm-hmm. they hate. Um, so I just felt some kind of way about that. And I deeply apologize for anybody out there. You know, the other three members I have no issues with. Jay Boog, Lil Fizz, I'm already on. I have no issues with you guys, even though I have personally cussed all four of you out on my podcast. But I actually do like B2K. Even though I don't listen to B2K on a daily. Um, Anyway, um, today we're going to be talking about the podcast. Um, I don't know if y'all seen this movie. It's called Spotlight. Is is Rachel McAdam in it? Is it Rachel McAdam? It's one of them. uh... One of them uh, women in it. One of them is Rachel McAdams, and there was a movie talking about that they were talking to people who were personally affected by the Catholic Church priests um, who uh, sexually assaulted, sexually abused them when they were underage. Um, so I want you guys to sit back and relax. I don't think you can stomach it, but if you want to get a snack, you can go ahead and get a snack, but I don't know how people stomach situations like this. Um, and get you a drink. Um we're going to be talking about the Catholic Church child sex abuse scandal. I want to quickly get into this because I realize that it is Black History Month. I want to say happy Black History Month to my people. Support Black businesses, but you're supposed to do that anyway, 365 days of the year. But support Black businesses, honor Black history, honor your ancestors. Um no, this is not brought to you by by anything. I just want you guys to know that it is Black History Month, and I will be doing a Black History Month short today. Um, it's going to be about uh, A.D. King, Dr. King's uh, brother. Um, I think his brother he was he was a baby brother. Uh, but today I want to talk about the Catholic Church uh, child sex abuse scandal. So that's what we're going to be talking about. This article is from the BBC. Um, girl, you know, when you start looking up like luxury bags, these sites don't know how to leave you alone. I shouldn't even got started. No, I'm good and well. I love it, like it. Okay. Um, 
Um, it says um, the Catholic Church child abuse scandal, and it was written October fifth, twenty twenty one. It says from Australian country towns to school in Ireland and cities across the United States, the Catholic Church has faced an avalanche of child sexual abuse accusations in the last few decades. High profile cases, harrowing testimonies given to public inquiries, have continued to keep the issue in the headline. In the most recent development, a Demi inquiry found that some 216,000 children in France have been sexually abused by a member of the clergy since 1950. Now, y'all remember yesterday we talked about, what's his name? Um, John Pierre, oh, priest in France, who admit that he sexually abused a 14-year-old 35 years ago. Well, there's 215,000 more. Well, not 215,000. Would it be 250,000 more? Well, 216,000 people in France complained of being sexually abused by the members of the clergy since 1955. Okay? So, yeah, it's not just two, three, four people. It's 216,000 in France alone. Let's continue. A Vatican statement said Pope Francis felt pain over the findings and expresses hope for a path of redemption. Efforts by the Pope to address the problem have included holding an unprecedented summit on pedophilia in the church and changing its law to explicitly criminalize sexual abuse. But alleged cover-ups continue to dog the Catholic Church and victims group say the Vatican has not done nearly enough to right its wrongs. So, people are wondering, you know, and then also said it, and I will say this, it is like segmented perfectly for me to read it. People are wondering, you know, how this is all started, when did it all fall down, you know, who was the first, there has to be a first victim that came forward. Um, and also, I want to tell you, there's also another movie called, I think it's called Doubt with um, Meryl Streep, um, Viola Davis, and Philip Seymour Hoffman, God rest his soul, where it was talking about it happening in the 1950s to um, a little black boy. Um, but we're going to talk about how did it come to light. It says, although some accusations date back to the 1950s, molestation by priests was first given significant media attention in the 1980s in the U.S. and Canada. In the 1990s, the issue began to grow with stories emerging in Argentina, Australia, and elsewhere. In 1995, the Archbishop of Vienna in Austria stepped down amid sexually abused allegations, rocking the church there. Also, in the decade, in that decade, revelations began a widespread historical abuse of in Ireland. By the early 2000s, sexual abuse within the church was a major global story. In the U.S., determined reporting by the Boston Globe newspaper, as captured in the 2015 film Spotlight, I tell y'all to watch that, exposed widespread abuse and how pedophile priests were moved around by church leaders instead of being held accountable. It prompted people to come forward across the United States and around the world. A church commission report in 2004 said that more than 4,000 U.S. Roman Catholic priests had faced sexual abuse allegations in the late 19 in the late 50 in the last 50 years. I'm sorry, in case involving more than 10,000 children, mostly boys. Mm. That's another reason why I think they're not taking it serious because it involved boys. Um, and and that's disturbing. That's very that's highly disturbing. 
2009 report found that sexual and psychological abuse was endemic in Catholic-run industry school, industrial schools, and orphanage in Ireland for most of 20th century. A five-year Australian inquiry in 2017 found that 10 of the thousands of children were sexually abused in Austria's institution over decades, including churches, schools, and sports clubs. The head of the French Inquirer said that until the early 2000s, the church had shown deep, total, and even cruel indifference toward victims. He stressed that even today that the abuse has been eradicated and called for the victims to be compensated and for referral forms with the church. Theodore McCormick, a former Roman Catholic cardinal in the U.S., was defrocked after claiming he sexually assaulted a teenager in New York in the early 1970s. Mr. McCarrick, I'm sorry, Mr. McCarrick, I don't know where Mr. McCrock came from, but Mr. McCarrick, thought to be the highest-ranking U.S. Catholic to face sex abuse charges, he said he had no recollection of the alleged abuse and pleaded not guilty at the U.S. court last month. The Catholic Church, Church in Scotland announced that it was setting up an independent watchdog to deal with abuse complaints against members of the clergy following a number of sex scandals where the church was accused of failing to respond to concerns. Germany's top Roman Catholic cleric, Cardinal Reinhard Max, earlier this year, this is 2021, not this year, offered his resignation over a child sex abuse scandal, saying it was important to him to share the responsibility for the catastrophe. However, the Pope later rejected his resignation. What the hell? What? Why would you reject his resignation if he admitted to sexually abusing a child? I don't get it. In November 22... 2020, I'm sorry, in November 2020, November, New York Attorney Generals filed a lawsuit against the Buffalo Catholic Diocese, Diocese, alleged its pleaders protected priests accused of child sex abuse. This diocese has pledged full cooperation with authorities. French priest Bernard Prenot was sentenced to five years in prison in March 2020. Five years is not enough for sexually abusing dozens of children in the 1970s, 1980s, and early 1990s. See, that's why I'm saying that five years is not enough for punishment for that. During his trial, he told the court he had not understood how serious or grave his crime were. Australian Cardinal George Pell, the most senior Catholic figure ever jailed for such crime, has his conviction for child abuse overturned in April 2020 and was freed from prison. Y'all ain't taking this serious. I don't like it. Australia's high court judge agreed that the jury had not properly considered all the evidence presented at the trial. The former senior advisor to the Pope had consistently maintained his innocence. Pope Francis called for a decisive action when he was elected in 2013, but critics say he has not done enough to hold the account hold to account bishops who allege cover up abuse. In August 2018, he wrote to all Roman Catholics condemning clerical sex abuse and demanding an end to cover-ups. His predecessor, Pope Benedict, had been accused of failing to protect children and suppressing investigations, allegations he denied. Before him, under Pope John Paul II, Cardinal Bernard Law, the disgraced figure at the center of the Boston scandal, was given a symbolic role in Rome close to the Vatican and allowed to maintain his rank despite outrage from victims. Between 2000 and 2010, several huge payouts were made by U.S. diocese, diocese, 
to to settle victims' claims. In 2011, Pope Benedict told bishops in New Guideline that they had to report any suspect case to local police promptly. Previously, all cases were supposed to be referred to Rome. Mm. Under Francis, a special panel had been signed up to deal with the issues, but it has faced setbacks, including high-level resignation. In 2017, Marie Collins, an Irish survivor of abuse, left the group, citing stumbling blocks and hindrance. During the summit in February 2019, Pope Francis promised an end to cover-ups, saying that all abusers would be brought to justice. His announcement of changes to their law earlier this year marked the biggest overhaul of Roman Catholic Church criminal codes in decades. The new rules, which comes into effect in December, make sexual abuse, grooming minors for sex, possessing child pornography, and covering up abuse a criminal offense under Vatican law. It doesn't make no sense it took that long. The Pope said one was aimed to reduce the number of cases in which the penalties was left to the discretion of authorities. Let me go off. Y'all know I have to go off about this. And I said five years is not enough. It's not enough. It's not. I think the charge, the sex charges should be heavier For those things when you corrupt a child and you corrupt somebody at a young age to where they are growing and they're developing mentally emotionally and spiritually um there should be dire consequences i already told y'all and i said this um y'all charge r kelly for everything they already dropped charges r kelly in chicago I am a firm believer that R. Kelly is going to find his way out of jail for some reason. Because I don't feel like in this country or any other country, we do not take sexual assault against children. Um, Serious. And then you wonder why the world has uh, so many people going around shooting people. You you wonder in this world why there's so many people going around here killing folks. You wonder why people going around here uh, abusing their power being icy cold being mean you wonder why and it's because they were sexually abused by someone in their life and it has to be someone who is of high ranking with that being said um i know i know y'all gonna be like well, they do it in churches. They do it in black churches too. They do it in Baptist churches. They do it in other churches. Blah, 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 blah. When Eddie Long got in trouble, he paid off the victims. And I will say this, this is also why people don't take it serious.
people don't take it serious when you take um when you save when when you when you when you When you let them pay you off, and you take money from the case, then people think that you're doing it for the money. A long pay for it. Okay? If you want people to take it serious, you have charges being pressed for those things happening. So when you take the money or you do things like sue people because you've been sexually assaulted, people are not going to take your case serious because they feel like it's a, sorry, it's a quick money grab for you. They don't take it as um, something bad happened to you and you're a victim. They feel like you have money and you have something on that person and you want to go away. So that's also me giving you all a little PSA of saying if you haven't sexually abused or sexually assaulted by someone in power, going to prison, I mean, asking for monetary um, payout instead of pressing charges, people don't take your case serious anymore. This is just all I'm saying. I said this before. I'll say it again. People are not going to take your case serious if you of, of, of that. Um, with that being said, I hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast. This is Lady Tiffany Ma, and this is These Walls Are Thin. Give me a minute. What you do in the dark will come to light. I think there's going to be more cases coming about about these Catholic priests and what's going on. I don't know if y'all know this, but have y'all heard the story about a Catholic priest that was talking to the nuns and he told the nuns they should have a threesome and they should call it a Holy Trinity, honey. He over here being blasphemous. Mm-hmm. Y'all heard that one. Next year, I'm going to be talking about Brianna Greer, and I'm going to be talking about Zion Foster. Um, well, no. Wait a minute. I'm going to talk about the murderous TikTok couple. We're going to talk about them. Um, I was supposed to be talking about it today, but I want to talk about the, the, the sex scandal with the Catholic Church because it's a severe issue. And I think it's going to be something that's going to be brought to light. A little that you guys know. Um, so with that being said, thank you guys for listening to my podcast. I am so And hope you guys have a lovely weekend and I will be doing a Black History short coming soon. Thank you guys for listening to my podcast. I'm Audie.